joke is on me, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. It is me, Jasmine. I am here with my fiance. Hey. Get off your phone. <laughs> and I have some. Okay, Julie's not here, guys. Um, she is being the supportive girlfriend elsewhere. Um, so I did ask some kind of. They're like a little bit important or whatever. Some special guests. My parents are here. Hey. What up? <laughs> are you gonna say your name? Oh, I'm Dee. I'm Pete, and we are the Monday morning. Okay, Let them know what you are. Y'all, y'all are over here jumping over, so that's wild. But anyway, how has everyone's week been? What's been your highlight? What's been your challenge? I'm just really happy that you guys are here. This is like a crossover episode. If you didn't guess, they have their own podcast, which we will mention later on, okay? Um so yeah, I'm excited that you guys are here. I'll have you guys check in first. It's like Grey's Anatomy meets How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? I just I don't know where which I show I like am. Blackish and grownish, you know. Oh yes, black. yes, because uh, you guys are blackish and I'm grownish. Wow. <laughs> uh, Wait, uh, am, I, am I Aaron or Luke? <laughs> It's a better question. Uh, I, I think because you black and Eritrean, you mixed this shit. Wow. <laughs> uh, on that note. You're not Eritrean. No, or Ethiopian. I am not. He's not. We did the... Okay, these people bought him people a gift that. for my birthday. They bought him that an ancestry. Avery, you know, it was a mix So Regardless, they gave him a gift on my birthday, and we found out that he is not Eritrean. So, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph I'm, I'm, is not... I'm disappointed also. <laughs> He's not Eritrean. So, Pop, what's your highlight? What's your challenge for this week? Highlight for the week is that I wasn't traveling. I was able to be at home all week. Yeah. And then challenge was uh, this weekend we uh, put on a big, huge uh, retreat for men, and um, and some of the details got overlooked. So it was kind of crazy mm. on the first night, but it's all good. Yeah. It was cold too. Yeah, it was, it was cold, cold and rainy cold too. Cold and rainy. I was talking to him and he was like, it's so cold, so I don't want to like do <laughs> do the activities. Okay, what about you? Bad gal, uh, everyone, this is bad gal Didi and bad boy Petey, okay? Yeah. Do- Dr. Didi. Do- Dr. Bad gal. What's your highlight and challenge? Oh, highlight and challenge. Um, oh, um, highlight. I should probably start with the challenge, though. My challenge is just that I'm sore. Yes, me too. Because it was leg day. Yeah. And squats hurt. <laughs> um, but that's also kind of my highlight. Pushing, Talk about it. Pushing through to say, yes, I'm going to the gym, even though I don't want to. Period. Because the alarm went off at 530. And I don't move. I just wait for her to look. If she don't look at me, I, I'm like, I'm still sick. No way you hear it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, hey, we got to go. I'm like, okay, get up. He's like, no. He does the same thing for doorbells, too. Yeah. <laughs> That is correct. Somebody's here. <laughs> we all just sit. Yeah. We literally, when we rang the doorbell today, I was like, I bet you my dad or Avery is sitting on the couch. <laughs> and they just watch your TV, ignoring. Whoever's coming over here got a key. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I say that, <laughs> keep that same energy. Exactly. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. Yes, that's good though, Mom. I'm glad that you are pushing through regardless, being stronger than your 
excuses and that's where the growth is so let's see me my challenge was um I guess just my sister just told me some news that kind of made me want to go and like strangle someone you know because I don't really play when it comes to my family period okay I'll be on that next <laughs> flight what's good edit that out now it's, now it's premeditated. See? You're indicting yourself. That is true. I, okay. And so, I can't be here you know what? Plausible denial. See? So. Just kidding. I, I just, just like I tell my FBI agent on my phone when I say something crazy. I'm just right. kidding. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know my heart. <laughs> um, so, besides that, just, you know, that did irritate me because my sister is not like a confrontational person or like, in a negative person so just for her to be having this negativity upset me um but my highlight is that um we went to an event with the parents and we went to can't stop won't stop and that's a little event um, I think that's Joe's Nuno, so I'm not gonna get into it. No, he, not, he'll get into it. <laughs> so that's my highlight: being able to go out on a school, school night. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, man, we out on a school. We night. out. Ooh, <laughs> and up, I was young. Staying up late. <laughs> oh, I started getting sleepy. Rebellious. <laughs> Yawned. Yeah, it was like, I, I got homework. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of kids, too. It was. Oh, I'm like, y'all supposed to be in bed. Go to sleep. <laughs> so what about you, babe? Highlight challenge? Challenge of the week is dealing with this weather change and the mm-hmm. head cold that I get every time the weather changes. So. And it's been changing frequently. Mm-hmm. But... It's cool. It's different. I mean, not different, but it's not too bad. So it kind of reminds me of home a little bit. The the briskness. And then the highlight, one of the highlights is the event that we just came from, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, at the African American Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the retreat this weekend, getting away into the mountains, even though it's cold and rainy, but mm. it's cool to get away where it's quiet, yeah. see the stars or whatever. Did you see deer? I didn't see any deer. We saw some back home, though, when we last time we went in the forest preserve. Yeah, and I kind of felt like I was on Get Out, so I was like... <laughs> I saw a little bit of American Horror. We just watched American Horror Story, and we up in the mountains, and it's rainy and cold, yes. dark, and I'm like, hmm. Mm. No bueno. So, you know, I like to put my people on to new things that I'm listening, eating, watching, drinking, working outing dancing to I think I covered everything um so let's get into new new what's some new things that you guys have tried this week I'll start with you babe <laughs> sneak attack <laughs> did we try anything new this week uh, well the event that we went to was new oh we okay have well, never been. Well, yeah. my cool parents have been before but we have never been true yeah they had the um was it the fashion this week this time Cause it was a cross. It was like a. It was like a collab with cross colors. They had DJs, people dancing. They had um, one of the LA area dance groups. Culture shock. Culture shock. Uh, <laughs> they also have a Chicago. Uh, well, I don't know leg of it, or whatever. It's a culture shock Chicago too. Oh um, really? Yeah, that's why I know it sound familiar. Um, so that was cool, just seeing all of us and. In one place. In one place, chilling, dancing. um, It had food trucks outside. The lines were long, though. That was (laughs) the only downside. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. They have that event a couple times a year. So, if you're in the L.A. area, come through Mm -hmm. and catch the vibes. Oh, yeah. 15 bucks for that parking. But good dancing, good music. Yes. Let's see, my new new. I forgot already what I said my new new was. What did I say? Oh, yes. Um, I went to the Golden Road Brewery, brewery, um, in Glendale for Vanessa's birthday. And I think that was the first brewery, <laughs> brewery that I went to. 
Um, is BJ's a brewery? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's the second one that I went to <laughs> because I went to BJ's. But uh, that was cool, and I know that I see those beers, like, everywhere. So hmm. it was cool to go to the brewery. Cool little... Um, view and ambiance there was some interesting kind of entertainment taking place um but a, but that you know do you so <laughs> what about you <laughs> um i had see i like to eat <laughs> um, Pop do too. But I had from was it George's Greek Grill? Yes. That's yeah. George's, George's Greek Cafe. Cafe. They have an amazing. It is amazing. Jalapeno cilantro hummus. Mm-hmm. That's great. That they serve with warm pita bread, and it was just tasty. It was tasty. I, I can't even lie. Mm-hmm. It was and great. now I'm eating it with snap peas. See? Look, Look at, at you being healthy. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. come on, low carb. Snap peas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. What about you, Pop? What's your new new? I didn't do anything new this week. I didn't experience any new food. Um, I didn't go to any new places. Uh, I went to a brewery <laughs> today. <laughs> Uh, it was called Honest Abe Cider and Mead Brewery. It's mm-hmm. in uh, Carson. Mead's good. And, Interesting. Uh, and um, it was it was cool. I met the bartender and uh, we ended up exchanging phone numbers because um, she is uh, um, uh, um, what is she? What is she? A dad? No. Actress, dancer, singer, or something. And so, <laughs> I'm like, what is she? <laughs> and so, uh, her and her boyfriend are uh, getting married, and they go to this little small church that's on the campus of uh, St. Bernard's. She used to go to um, Faithful Central, and so uh, she was asking for marital advice and relationship help. And so, I told her about our podcast Monday morning. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And so, uh, and so her and her uh, boyfriend are gonna be reaching out to me and Didi to uh, do some counseling. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I said. thought you was finally investing in that pastor's punch and getting that going. Yeah, that place, uh, the Addis Abe uh, uh, cider and mead, uh, is a pretty dope place. It, um, you can get these uh, flights. Uh, for 14 bucks all these different cider beers that's all different flavors like kiwi strawberry and uh, pineapple and um, uh, uh, lemonade and I mean it's like all these different flavors of beer or cider I don't like beer but I'll drink cider and so it's good we're in Carson that's what I was wondering Main Street right right on Main and Albertoni right in an industrial place oh yeah Hmm. Might have to pull up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they have a brunch on Sundays, <clears throat> and so uh, when she gave me the brunch list, brunch. it was not like the brunch that black people go to. Oh. It was like avocado toast and arugula salad. Arugula, arugula. would be the word. Arugula. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say to the next segment. Next <laughs> 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 Okay, well, I might have to pull up on that, and you know, I'm gonna have to eat some more of that hummus. So, yes. thank you, y'all. Y'all try it because we only telling you these things to improve your quality of life. Okay, mm-hmm. put yourself out there. So, you know, I asked these two to come and be a part of the podcast today, just because you guys know I've been say I've been saying it for like okay, almost four months now. My fiance, we are we are transitioning from you know being boyfriend and girlfriend to being engaged to being married soon. So, I just kind of wanted to have a conversation regarding marriage, regarding navigating hard times in marriage, um, regarding whether or not there's been some, you know, depression during marriage and how each of you have handled that or, 
you know, if you didn't handle it, why not? You know, just I just want to know. We need some advice. I know a lot of people that are getting married or are married or want to be married. And so, you know, what better way to get the conversation going than to have y'all come? Because y'all started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to just let y'all go on and tell me, you know, tell me everything. <laughs> Where do we start? We don't have so enough you have to time ask to us a question. <laughs> so, I guess let's start with how'd you guys meet? Um, how long were you guys dating before Pop asked you to marry him? Pop, how did you know you wanted to marry her? Hmm. Mom, why why did you know that you wanted to marry him? How do you know? You know? Okay. Especially and this is different because you guys are growing we're growing up in an age that is completely different from us. We were growing with technology and internet and all that stuff. So you guys didn't really have to deal with a lot of the stuff that we have to deal with um in terms of like Facebook or Instagram or texting or you know all that stuff so tell me let us know put us on give us some knowledge <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna say this before I forget and then we can go back to how we met and all that good stuff but because we didn't have technology we couldn't see what people were doing or going through or not going through or mm-hmm. folk faking it and mm-hmm. all of that. So you didn't, you weren't competing with anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you just focused on relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you had to just focus on your relationship and you know, you didn't have the opportunity to see who tagging them in pictures right. and stuff like that. We so didn't have to worry about any of that. That's a layer that is taken away. Okay. Right. And I think that that is probably what leads to people having depressive episodes or feeling sad or whatever because they're comparing their relationships to people's faux fake mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. online that is so true because i remember you know wanting i'm like okay we've been together i mean we've been together for that long days. and i'm just like okay <laughs> 75 hours what we have what's to- taking so long <laughs> In six days, what's going on? Shut up. <laughs> and then um, I saw uh, Joe Budden and Sin, they got engaged, right? Around Christmas or something like that. And now they're already, like, the wedding being called off, they done broke up and all this mm. stuff. So it's like, yes, I'm seeing that, and I'm, like, wanting to be engaged wanting to take that next step but i wanted to be real you know i i can't say that their relationship wasn't real but i know that it didn't last and so i wanted something that is lasting you know absolutely so you guys met yeah so we met i threw a party uh in long beach at one of my uh, Long Beach front room <laughs> apartments and uh, we invited a whole bunch of people from Dominguez and from Cal State Long Beach and from Northridge and uh, USC that's a mission to be coming from Northridge yeah but it was 4th I mean, of July weekend. oh yeah <clears throat> so up. everybody came we over to the apartment and 19 um, yeah that's when I met your mother so you was sorry you was at the party where was I at at that particular time you were with your godmom because you were with you earlier no yes she was with uh uh she was in the backseat with that silver Yeah. <laughs> 
We are not. See? What year was this? Wow. So, y'all at the party, I was with Gama. Okay. Yes. And what happened next? And so, uh, your mom showed up with her uh, sorority sisters who uh, I knew from, uh, at, from, from school, from living on campus. And um, they told me earlier that day, you have to meet uh, our sands. You have to meet our sands. You don't you know, like her. You have to meet her. And so, uh, when she came, I, I saw her and, um, and I asked her to, uh, I wanted to ask her to dance. Um, so, you know, I put on my, my game, you know, I had What's to your game? <laughs> Spritz no the soul glow a little bit to freshen it up. <laughs> so I walked up to her, I looked her in her eyes, and I was like, so, you go to Dominguez, huh? Myself, so I just went over to her and grabbed her. Ooh. And, uh, and pulled don't her try this at home. Yeah, don't, <laughs> so don't try that through our 19. So we started dancing. Um, what song was that. it? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, what year was that? Oh. Come on. Um, that was uh, July 4th, 1992. Wow. So is that, uh, I don't know, Jodeci? I don't know. No, I mean, we were dancing fast, so. It was a tootsie roll. Oh, you was dancing fast. Candy, candy, sweet. Oh, you thought you was fast out here. I mean, it was not a slow dance, is what I'm saying. It wasn't a slow song. So was it a 90s twerk? (laughs) (laughs) It's not correct. Because at that that point in time, when we danced together, you know, it would be like. Coordinating. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like house party. yeah. Yeah. Choreography. (laughs) So So that's when we met. Yeah, that's how we met. And then before we left, before me and my sons left, he asked me for my phone number. And then he called me and asked me to go to a party the next day. Dang, just a party animal. (laughs) Yes. Because we were... Well, you know, I was probably at the party. (laughs) So I said, oh, I can't go. And he was like, why not? I was like, I don't have a babysitter. Oh, I was going to say how how far into the combo. I'm sorry. What did you say? Are you still on the phone? (laughs) So, yeah, I didn't have a babysitter. I told him I couldn't go. And so that opened up another kind of conversation. But he was getting ready to go to the party, so he was like, oh, all right, you know, and he left. I mean, he, you know, got off the phone, Mm -hmm. and then he called me later that night. I called you at the party, too. Did you? I think so. Say, what we you didn't you call at the party? Yeah, huh? yeah, they you the party. <laughs> like, how you call yeah. party tonight? No. You didn't have cell phones? That's right, I did. This was 1992. You had a brick phone? No. With, with the case like this? No. We were not doctors. <laughs> or drug dealers. Or the pager? We had pagers. Okay. <laughs> so I did, that, I think I got your pager number instead of your phone number. No, you called me. I actually gave you my phone number. Oh, okay. Okay, so then what happened? So then I called and we started having a conversation and she was telling me that she had a child and um, and then, uh, you know, I was just asking questions and because, you know, at that time, I really didn't have no game per se. (laughs) At that time. (laughs) I would... um, I would uh, spend time before I called. I would spend time and take out my three ring uh, binder notebook and pull out some paper and I would write down like 40 questions just in case the conversation got quiet. I could go to my little cheat sheet and be like, So, what's your favorite color? Wow. <laughs> I was making sure that I could keep the conversation going. I didn't want to be known as the guy who couldn't hold a conversation. So, yeah. So, what did we talk about? Everything. Whatever you have written on your paper. <laughs> your favorite color, your favorite song, find out you like Jodeci, and um, your favorite movie is 16 Candles. Hey, and, and I had that poster stuff. in my room. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. 
and then you know found out and then yeah and then found out um yeah you so we talked about you having a child and um you know and going to UCSD and so got all that history and yeah and we just continued to talk and then we started actually dating so were you, were you guys dating like exclusively from the start no because I distinctly remember. Oh, oh, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, we weren't dating because we went. I, we went on our first date, um, and I had already. So we weren't dating exclusively because we went on our first date. I said, well, "Where do you want to go?" She was like, "I don't know. I'm gonna go somewhere place I've never been." I said, "Have you ever been to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles?" She's like, "No, I've never been to Roscoe's." I was like, "Man." kind of girl is this? Roscoe's. And so, um, so I said, okay, cool. I'll drive. Um, well, I, said, I didn't have a car. And so I was going to use one of my family's so cars. And, and so Ooh. at the last minute, I couldn't use the car. So I had to call and be like, hey, the car situation didn't work out. Can you drive? And so she was like, okay, I'll drive. So we went on and then went on to um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles and had our first date there at Roscoe's in Hollywood on Sunset and Gower. Um, and, uh, and I didn't leave a tip. Um, and so when we left, we were walking down the aisle, <laughs> got to the corner, and the lady tapped me. The waitress chased us down. Said, "You forgot your waitress." Said, no, I, didn't. <laughs> I ain't got no money to give her a tip. You ain't got no money to be on <laughs> <I'm a college>. Right. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, with fast. That was hilarious. I was like, "Did she really?" And this one, yes, she she needs that yeah. coin. She I was like, down. "Wow." So then we found, so we knew we weren't dating exclusively because um, that was the same place I took this other girl. Oh, raggedy. <laughs> oh, raggedy. I mean, the food was good. The waitress was like, you back again, huh? You got your waitress. Oh. <laughs> you got your waitress. I didn't say nothing oh. the first time. <laughs> raggedy. For real. Yeah. Ah, how'd you guys become exclusive? So we will always have these conversations of, you know, scenarios. Um, there was a step show coming up. And... But wait a minute, were you exclusive? You know, she had a child. <laughs> yeah, exclusively me and Jess. Like, I, just, I just needed it to be known. <laughs> oh, just like a man, toxic. <laughs> supposed to talk to nobody else. I mean, it was me and Jasmine. Like, don't you ever forget. Hold it down. Hold it down. So we would have these scenarios about, you know, if we were at the step show and somebody was trying to talk to you. Would you talk to them or what, you know, whatever. Or if you were dancing with somebody and I came over and said, hey, I want to dance. Would you stop dancing with them and dance with me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. We were literally young. young. <laughs> like, that is a very wait. young conversation. Yeah. And um, and so we were like, I, I mean, I guess you know but he forgot to share so what he after we became exclusive he prior to that he had promised to take somebody to a tea or something mm-hmm. and so we are exclusively dating I remember I was laying in the bed on the phone talking to him and he was like, so I have to take, what was her name? Glenda. I have to take Glenda to the AKAT. And I was like, what? (laughs) He was like, well, she had asked me this like a while ago and I don't want to flake on her and da 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 da. You know, are you going to be mad? Am I going to be mad? I'm about to go to a tea. <laughs> what? You don't need to walk? What? What time are you picking yeah. us up? <laughs> <laughs> was it her that was more you was more upset about? Or was it because of the AKA I didn't know her. that you were more upset about? I, 
I think Which I half was, was like, upset? I think I was upset because she wanted to be an AKA or something. She wasn't an AKA. Oh. I don't think at that time. And it was like she wanted an alpha to take her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm, whatever. She want to try and use you to get in good, whatever. So, you took her, didn't you? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't remember being at no tea. It was insignificant, so. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, we started dating exclusively. And um, we were, <laughs> we were, there was another step show. Because remember, we were young. We were in school. And MC Brains was performing Long Beach. No one in no, the world knows who that is. I'm talking about the San Diego step oh, show. Oh, San Diego step show. Yeah. And he was sick. I was sick. I had strep throat. This was going to be my first step show. My first step show. And after I, I crossed. And I said, um, you going to the step show? She's like, yeah, I'm going to go with my, my sons or whoever she was going with. And I was like, you should just stay here with me. Dad. I'm sick. <laughs> And she's like, wow. Oh, I, been to the show I said, but I got strep throat. I'm sick. I got. Uh, Isn't strep throat contagious? Cotton in my ear. In my ear. And I had a he was fever. Looking terrible. Yep. And then she left me. She's going to be okay. I think I got him some soup. Mm. And I was like, you're going to be fine. I said, no. But then when she got to the step show, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I was right there. I just showed up. I called my Shut aunt. Like, hey, she going to the step show. I'm sick, but I'm, come pick me up on the way. I'm he was scared. He was scared. I was gonna show up at a cue party. Yeah, I didn't want to be at no cue party. I'm about to tell him die. Nah, we ain't having none of that. But he still ended up going with the alphas, and I went with the deltas, and we went to a cue party. Wow! But sick. he literally showed up. That's why. Sick. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so we dated, and um, we got engaged in '93. And, and so you asked, uh, so we got engaged. It was in 93. She was at her, living with her dad at that time. And it was, June. It was and he had just, like, I used to go over to the house all the time and hang out. And, and then one day he just flipped and was like, you always over here, clean up. And pop don't clean up. So. <laughs> so, 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 but it wasn't even like that. It wasn't. And so, uh, so your mom started crying. It's like, oh God, I want to move. I can't stand it here. You know, all that kind of stuff. So we had, you and me, me and Jazz, had an apartment. I ended up moving back in with my dad because it was too much of a strain on me financially. Mm-hmm. So I moved back in with my dad. And so Pete would come over to the house and, you know, all that. I think I was, so when you talk about depressed, I think at that point, mm-hmm. I was probably dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she was sad all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so um, so I remember I was like, okay, I got I to gotta do something to make this better. Uh, and so I went to the mall, and when I went to the mall, I saw a jewelry store, and they were closing down. I was like, ooh, I went there, there's like 70% off rings. I was like, I'm about to give me an engagement ring. Wow. So I got me this engagement ring that was 70% off, and I went to your mama's house, and she's sitting there, and I proposed to her in the den. Her den, and she started crying. I was like, Will you marry me? She was like, Yeah. I was like, Whoo, we can get her out the house. <laughs> we get married the next year. The next year. So, right. So, we were out the so house. you weren't getting out the house, but there was an end in sight. And so, you asked when, um, like, when did we, when did he know, when did I know? Mm-hmm. Um, he told me. In December of 1992. So a couple of months after I've been dating. Yes, that that he was gonna marry me. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you don't even know me. Like, no. Uh, I don't think so. You know? And he was like, no, for real. He had given me a promise ring. Was that in December or night? Was that I that Christmas? None of this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay. So. Um, but we had had this, you know, we had had this, that conversation. And I remember having a conversation with my mom when I turned 21. Um, we had gone to Vegas. <laughs> my mom, my dad, my sister, and When you turned 21? Yes. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, where was I at? In the back seat. You were probably with your godmom. Mm-hmm. Because if she was literally the only person who kept you. And then Shout after out to my we were Yeah, after we were dating for a while, Ebony and Queen and y'all were and, <laughs> and your granny because your granny was like oh my gosh Jasmine I have a grandchild you know she was all excited Quita you know that's <laughs> <laughs> Quita mm-hmm. and he liked to play with your hair just all that anyway so we went to Vegas and I remember um, it was just me and my mom in the in the room talking and I told her that I was that I had fallen in love with your dad and she was like really you know (laughs) so we just talked and she was like you think you'll marry him and I was like I think I think maybe so I don't know what kind of conversations he had did you even have a conversation before him pop did who did you <laughs> Jesus did you have a conversation beforehand before before cause you say you just was at the mall and bought a uh, ring you had a conversation with anybody with anyone just impulsive just ADHD I mean it sounded like a good I mean yeah, yeah. I would have saw 70% off right there a little quicker I was looking for that fifty. I was looking for that forty nine ninety five in the paper. Got it. I mean, because you know, when I remember when we first met, and people didn't even know that I was dating your mom. I don't think because uh, one of my aunts saw us in the mall with you. Oh yeah, uh, and they were like, "Oh, what's your girlfriend?" Yeah, and the next thing you know, everyone uh, knew. Everybody knew. Everybody called me. We called she me. got a baby. She got a baby. It's like, well, I'm the mo- I don't know if my mother knew or not. I don't know. But yeah. So. So you guys both knew shortly after. Mm-hmm. And you guys have been married for 25 Five years. 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 So, but I don't think, I mean, you say it was in December and, you know, you say that that was when, like, I knew and, like, you then you talked to your mother in Vegas that you knew, but I don't know if we really knew um, until after you had to go through something. Right. Mm-hmm. I would agree because um, the challenges that we went through well I mean there were a couple of things for us we got married super young and so we hadn't graduated school yet we were still in college and that's and we didn't have real jobs didn't have careers or you know um, and so when we got married I think people were were jokingly saying it but they were like when they would see us later they're like oh you guys are still married like you know they didn't fully expect expect that to last um but it was hard you know getting married young not not having a career um and not really you know for me not really being in any real relationships uh in my life in my lifetime so you know yeah learning all of that 
dealing with money issues, dealing with mm, our and, own And tune in issues. to last week's episode where we talked about financial burdens, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, dealing with uh, uh, families, that family members who, like, uh, put their business in your business, in your marriage, in your relationship, um, can be a, a challenge added to it as well. Right. So it was year three for us when we were when we contemplated divorce right after let's see we got married in July by December I was pregnant and and still in college and still in college that is why 23 years old with two kids yeah oh the ghetto And I just started uh, my new career in education. Yeah, just started teaching. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I was teaching. Oh yeah, right when yeah. And so um, so if we like back up to talk about like what led up to that, um, it was like a couple of things. One was we were young, two was we didn't have any money, three was we were young. <laughs> But, you know, for me going into a new career um, and working and then building friends, um, and when you work, when you work at a school, um, because schools are so crazy, you build bonds with your staff, your teacher friends and mm-hmm. colleagues and things like that. And so we would hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like on Monday nights would be um, Acapulco uh, happy hour night so I would go to Acapulco on Monday nights and then your mom would come home uh, and she would be um, with the children with the children so the one with the super <laughs> tooth and then the other <laughs> don't <laughs> ever do it like that you're not <laughs> so she would be at home with, with, with you and Avery and then I would be out uh, having chips and sauce and margaritas that's crazy <laughs> you're know. living the worst life no sir and then on the weekends on Saturdays I would go karaoke until 2, 3 in the morning absolutely yeah, not so so there was like constant every week months and then people and, dropping him off at the door like well the, you try to ask like, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was one time and it was like so <laughs> it was a, and so and that was a night you knew we were all going and uh, and so we went and then her sorors dropped me off and all that kind of stuff so it sounds like, like maybe it was like your priorities were a little well it wasn't that yes it was my priorities but it was also that I had gotten married when I had just turned 21 yeah and, been to the club, and that was like been, prime right, party prime time party time and I was like I'm not about to I'm about to go hang out with my boys and his best friend was single yeah my best friend was single so he always went to hang out and so yeah just living a different life than your friends. Right, right. And so there was probably some depression there, but I never, I don't think I, you know, I never named anything, but I was mad. I would be at home and I'm mad. And then he was, he played um, basketball every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, you go away and I don't get to go away. I'm mm, here. Period. You know, and so I would, everything became a fight. Mm. Like, I need you to help me clean up. I need, you know, mm-hmm. just everything. We would be fighting literally about everything. Mm. But also know that it takes two to tangle. Yeah. Right. So, um, what was it on your end? <laughs> He's like, we done air my, air my dirty laundry. What's good with you? <laughs> um, I was... So we talked about um, something called the crazy cycle. And the fact that... <laughs> what you about to say? <laughs> no, just the fact that um, men want to be respected and women want to be loved. And so if women don't feel loved 
then they respond with disrespect. Okay. And the, I hope y'all listening. The circle <laughs> goes around and around. So if he feels disrespected, he responds in unloving ways. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm sarcastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I don't know how you do it. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I would say things. But then, just to be real, it, you know, there was also not going to be intimacy. You come home and, you know, you've been hanging out. You weren't helping me. I felt, you know, that you didn't love me. No, we're not having sex. It's no. just not happening. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a throw <laughs> I know it's not what you want to hear, but it's real. You, you have know. to be able to, yes. you know, to understand that. Yes, ma'am. And that you can't use... Um, intimacy as a as a weapon. Yes. So a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. I mean, and then also the fact that um, she always tried to uh, compare me to her dad in uh, wanting me to be like her daddy or do things like her daddy. I was like, I ain't your daddy. Well, I am daddy. But no. no. <laughs> But yeah, so if there was something that needed to be fixed or something that needed to be changed, she was like, well, I'm going to just call my daddy to do it. So she would never give me an opportunity to mm. either try to fix it or disrespect to find mm-hmm. uh, somebody to do it. And so that was a sign of disrespect. So, because I, you know, when you, when people are getting married, you're, you don't have anything to compare it to. And so for me, I was like, okay, well, my dad is, you know, a handyman. He can fix anything. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm expecting that that's who he's going to that, be. That's how a and husband then, is. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I'm mad at him because he's, he's not, not a handyman. Yeah. Then I'm mad at her because I'm thinking, well, I didn't have examples of a marriage, but, you know, I lived with my mom, a single mom, and my sister. And so they always cooked and did stuff. And I was like, well, she don't cook. But I was cooking then. I mean, like, barely. okay, barely. I, like, I get some hot pockets in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to talk about There's some chimichangas in okay, there. Mom, okay, first and foremost, <laughs> did you not tell me that there was a Michelangelo's in the, in the deep freezer? I did, but probably, honestly, at that point, at three years of marriage, we didn't have Michelangelo's because <laughs> we didn't have money. We weren't going to mass grocery shop. Like there was none of that. True. So and and literally at well, three mean, years. Well, I, when that three years, I remember when we first met and we went to the grocery I went to the grocery store with you and we got in line <laughs> and um and I was standing there and you pulled out you pulled out a, a, a booklet. A booklet of food stamps. And I was like she got food stamps. I'm like, I'm dating somebody with food stamps. Oh, damn. Where's she got a baby? Oh, damn. The judgment. Right. But did you eat? I would say the savings. That's all. <laughs> you got a link? But did you eat? Then I remember, then I remember when, we were, uh, when I found that out, I was like, okay, okay, cool. Then... Uh, there was some time when she was waiting for some checks. <laughs> Every day she would go to her daddy's house like, Daddy, get my checks, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we gotta finish this story. I was like, hold on, fancy. She is going crazy when you wait for these checks. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> okay. Checks for a checking account. Yes, because I had a checking account (laughs) and I was out of checks and I needed to be able to write checks to pay my bills. And I had a checking account, I had Western Union. I would cash my checks at Western Union. So yeah, I know. (laughs) And I got on him for not having a checking account. But, so, we, so the point was that we been, we were broke for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point. The point, the point 
was that y'all was broke and that right. contributed to marital uh, problems. Right. It did. And so at three years we were considering, you know, cutting cutting our losses. I was gonna take Jasmine. Damn, we was you were just April. gonna give April up. It was seriously in my mind. I was like, I saw myself in an apartment that was clean. Because remember, I told yes, you I'm a recovery perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so I saw myself in an apartment that was clean, you know, with everything in Organized. space and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. And that was like my happy place. And when and I saw me and Avery in a two seater dressed in like just rolling, get on. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, um, at you know, at at that point, I think we went for counseling. Mm-hmm. How was that, pastoral. guys? How was how was counseling? Well, we went to pastoral counseling. Okay. And, um, and essentially. Uh, she went in and we sat down and prayed and then the pastor said, you know, what what's going on? And so, you know, we went in to explain and as I was explaining what was happening, your mother was there crying, 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 crying and really couldn't talk. And then the pastor looked at me and said, do you see what's happening? Do you see what you're doing to her? Um, and he's like, and then his advice was, y'all need to figure it out. Either y'all need to fix work on it or you need to stop this and, and cut cut your losses kind of thing. So yeah, we just you know he was like cut your losses or um, or you gotta work through this thing. And so um, that was pretty much the counseling we got. Mm-hmm. We didn't get any kind of a, a clinical kind of counseling or mm-hmm. um, anything like that. And so uh, yeah. So then I think from that point it was a it was kind of a surreal experience because I don't remember. Um, it seemed like it was for a long period of time, but it wasn't. Because it was on Thanksgiving. The, it was on Thanksgiving when uh, we were at my family's house and she was just sitting there looking despondent and distant. And I was asking her, what's wrong with you? She was like, nothing. And I said, like, well, let's go talk. So we went outside, started walking down the street. I said, what's wrong? And, she was, and that's when she said, um, I don't think I, she said, I think I married you for the wrong reasons and I don't think I love you anymore. Um, and the first thing I said, well, who's, who, who is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and like, she was like, why do you have to go there? Valid question. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, um, and so, yeah, and from Thanksgiving all the way through New Year's Eve, which probably was like six weeks, but it felt like six years. It felt like a very long time. <laughs> But I know what happened. I had gone on a, um, I had gone to a conference for work, mm-hmm. a reading conference for work, and you that love was, a conference. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but that was the first time since we had been married that I had ever slept away from home. Mm. And um, my roommate was my uh, room partner, um, Sandra. Yeah. Yeah, she passed away. What? Yes, years ago. Um, but she was my roommate, and that was the first time I had ever slept away from home since we had been married. And I think I I just was in the room thinking and reflecting, and you know, all of that. So when I came back, it was you know, right around um, or about to be Thanksgiving, and. I think, you know, that was like that that time of reflection is what then caused me to say that. And it was because I was not in a good place. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wasn't happy and, and, you know, I was just like, ah, I don't think marriage is supposed to be this way. Now, remembering that my parents were married for 21 years and divorced, but throughout their marriage, they fought. Mm-hmm. And so... I didn't see the healthiest view of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, well, shoot, I'm not going to do it for all that time yeah. and be unhappy, you know. Um, and so I think that that was 
that was kind of where that came from. So those six weeks seemed like forever. And during that time, um, uh, there was a, our Sunday school teacher was also a therapist and, um, and she had given your dad books to read and he would leave them in the bathroom because he knew I would read them. I would pick it up if it was in the bathroom. Um, and we went to a watch night service at church and we were praying, you know, out with the old, in with the new, mm -hmm. and, and um, all of that. And that was the time that I looked at him and said, um, you know, I want to try again. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was, yeah, it was New Year's Eve, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so we vowed at that point that we would not, that divorce wasn't going to be an option for us, um, and that we would work things out. And one of my um, one of my friends that I had been in grad school with, Nicole, who did our renewal, um, invited us to a couples conference, and so we decided to attend the couples conference and. That for us was huge. It was a sacrifice because we still, even though we were both teaching at that point, we still didn't have a whole lot of money because we had two children and mm -hmm. you know, cars and all that stuff um, to pay for. And But we sacrificed and went to the couples conference and that was... I think literally what changed our marriage because we were looking from a place of um, God having authority over our marriage and knowing that we couldn't do it on our own and that um, we had to put God as the center of our marriage and choose to daily die to ourselves like what we would want and assume positive intent mm -hmm. of the other person, mm -hmm. you know. So I think when I remember, when I think back to the conference, uh, it was the first time I had ever heard um, someone talk about the story in Genesis with Adam and Eve and talk about it in the context of marriage and why God created it and, uh, and the purpose of marriage and how a, a man is supposed to operate in the context of marriage and, and the whole thing of leaving um, and cleaving to your wife, so leaving your family and cleaving to your wife and the two becoming one flesh. And so all these, all this language and imagery uh, in Genesis was the first time I ever heard it explained like that. And it just really uh, affected me and changed me um, when it came to marriage and with God being at the center of it. And it was actually... Um, at that conference, that first time we went at that conference, where I actually even told your mother um, that I think I'm being called to ministry, mm -hmm. and so I was sitting there because I'm a, I would imagine myself standing up front like the preacher was that was doing the teaching. I was imagining me standing up doing that same teaching, and I was like, well, I'm not thinking about that. Um, so I would just think about that all the time while we were at, at the conference, and then. Um, one of the other workshops we went to was on intimacy, and it was an old, <laughs> know, eighty some years old. It Probably was, really wasn't that old, but, but they were really old. And um, and I remember going to this workshop and going, "Oh my God, this is about to be the most just boring, slow." And so the guy got up and he walked slow to the front, shuffling. I was like, "Oh Jesus!" And he said, "If you want to make your marriage last." You gotta get butt naked! <laughs> <laughs> you did not say that. Yes, he did. This is why y'all got problems, because you ain't getting naked. Get naked. You can't argue. Try to argue with somebody naked. You just be sitting there arguing. You don't want to be arguing no more, man. I just bouncing around. You're just naked. Oh my gosh! Oh my God! And so that's so aggressive. <laughs> it was so funny. It was, but but he really he he talked about 
intimacy and, and he and his wife, they were always um, sharing from both the, the husband's and the wife's perspective. Mm-hmm. And so and it was the first time I ever heard the word intimacy um, used in a way where intimacy means into me see, meaning that you have to be transparent and let the uh, uh, let your mate in um, mm-hmm. and not be hiding things and um, your feelings and your thoughts and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. Y'all love y'all play on words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely do. So, I mean, you guys have kind of dropped a lot of knowledge on us and the people. Um, so, if we could just kind of summarize some tips. We got more. Well, we're going to have Because it's another part where we used to, like, like that was just we're gonna, like five years ago where we were about to do it again. What? Well, not get divorced, but we were having problems. Oh, okay. We can say that for part two of this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but let's let's leave people right. with some um, just some tips on like keeping a relationship alive um, and keeping like your marriage alive. The first thing is you gotta have constant and clear communication, and you gotta have frequent date nights. Mm-hmm. So constantly clear communication means you have to talk about things mm-hmm. um, and you have to be um, uh, honest about your feelings um, and opinions about those things mm-hmm. without judgment. Mm-hmm. So when you feel like there's going to be judgment in your opinion, then you're not going to share it. So you have to be, so the the uh, opposite sex, the person who you're talking to, your, your mate, your spouse, your <clears throat> whoever it is, if they are going to be judgmental about what it is that you bring to the table, then it's going to you're going to withhold that thought or that mm-hmm. um, or, or that opinion. So you have to be clear in communication. It has to be constant and it has to be free from judgment. Um, and then the second thing I would say is having a constant and consistent date night. Y'all love a date night. Love date night, and date night doesn't have to be expensive it because doesn't. we did date night when we were broke. And what would y'all do? Give give them some examples. Cause we would play volleyball in the living room. Okay. Oh, that was, well, that was like family night. Yeah, that was family night. With Avery uh-huh. when he was a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> Avery the ball. No, like, for date night, when, when you guys got a little bit older, we were like, unless somebody was broken, something was broken, you were battered or oh, yes. bleeding. Do, do not, not come to the door. Come to the door. There it is. And it, you know, it was just, we just because we were watching a movie or something. But watching all the movies, y'all said we couldn't watch. Right. Because <laughs> you were under 17. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are date nights, taking a walk. We used to just walk around the corner. Yeah. Depending on where you live. I know. I, was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, we walk around um, where we live, yeah. but I do that with him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just communicate, clear and constant communication, um, date night, and something don't. else that I heard was that you have to continuously choose to stay committed to that person. Right. It is. It is a daily choice that you make. I'm. It's not hard. No. You know, for me, especially now, when it's it's hard you're, when, you're when it's the right stuff. person. Yeah. Right. When you're going through stuff, it's harder. But when you when you're not, of course, it should be easier. But the the whole thing behind that is if you truly subscribe to the idea that. You as, um, well, as women, we want to be loved. Men want to be respected. So even, and that was the change, even if he is not responding to me in a loving way, I still am required to be respectful. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm not being respectful towards him, he is required or commanded to treat me in a loving way. So if we are it's not about feelings. It's not about feelings. Um, no. Because I don't feel like 
Just because uh, she made you mad, right? right? It's not conditional. Yeah, it's not conditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unconditional love and unconditional respect. Right. And if you have that in your mind, in everything that you do towards your mate, then you're going to be, I'm, I'm constantly going to be uh, trying to be respectful towards you. Because mm-hmm. your feelings and your emotions will uh, vary and they'll play. Yeah. fleeting. They, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you guys being so open and transparent. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely going to have a part two because there's more stuff to talk about. It is. You probably can catch it on Monday morning. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to end session with checking out with some self-care that we're going to do to make sure that we are living our best life. So what are you going to do? Pop this week something self-care to make you feel good self-care this week uh, oh I'm going to uh, one of my students uh, started this thing called the healing circle uh, for black people uh, and so I'm going to go to the healing circle Sunday night at 7 o'clock and uh, they just started last week it was packed a whole bunch of millennials there and some older people and so um, yeah I'm going to go to the healing circle hmm. that sounds cool what about you I will likely go with him. All right. Um, but also going to the gym in the a.m. Yes. And a nail appointment. That is happening <laughs> on Friday. Yes. Getting ready for the trip. That is some, the, oh, your trip next week. Yes. Yes. Let's see. Some self-care that I'm going to do this week. I'm going to hang out with my friend Stephanie on Saturday and just continue with working out daily. Monday through Friday. Hmm. Mandatory. Mandatory. What about you, babe? I don't know if it's counting that. I'm going to get some some work pants that fit. Is that self-care? I think that's a good. Is that, is that mean, not? It could be. Because I really got be. much else. I already got a haircut last week. Yeah, it looks cute. So... Yeah. It's been bugging me though, so I think I'm gonna get some clothes that fit so I can. Yeah. Retail therapy is self care. It so. is. It is. I'm gonna use a woman's more y'all playbook. <laughs> Mimi's playbook. Right. I some self care. I bought some sketches today. Oh, that <laughs> is. Ghetto. I feel so much better. <laughs> the ghetto. He was having a challenge working out because he's having these Nikes. Oh. Mm. So now you got the sketches with the little. The little arc on the, the little Look at you. The little walkers. Living your best dad life. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. I'll have bad boy PD and bad gal DD back on another episode in the future. Hope you guys learned something from this. And just remember, I mean, you can go, you can go and hike Runyon Canyon and you can drink green smoothies and only eat green foods because, ugh. but you know, if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, then you're still not truly healthy. So it's okay to go and seek therapy. I just had a bomb session with my therapist. Okay. So go ahead, put your friends on and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.